Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. And good morning, everyone, and welcome to Real Presence Live. Uh, my name is Mike Kedrowski. I'm here with Amanda Ellerkamp. And we are your co-hosts for the next two hours. We're just so very happy, very pleased that you decided to join us this morning. We hope that you uh, uh, are with us uh, uh, in your uh, car radio or at home, wherever you're listening. Uh, Special shout out to those egg producers that are uh, dealing with the weather this morning and uh, throughout the the season. And uh, Amanda... We are have we've had some interesting weather. We're broadcasting live from from uh, Trinity High School in Dickinson, North Dakota. That's in the diocese of Bismarck, and we're in the Fisher Commons area. We uh, have uh, the students uh, coming in and staff coming in to start their day. And uh, what about this weather that we've been having, Amanda? Well, it's been very unusual, right? <laughs> even even for us native North Dakotans, this yeah. this was something when we had a. Holy Week blizzard of thirty inches of snow. Yeah, about thirty inches of snow, and then uh, you know, right before Divine Mercy Sunday last Saturday, then we got about another foot of snow <laughs> here in Dickinson, which was preceded by rain and some ice. And I mean, really, we were quite fortunate here in Dickinson. We didn't have the amount of ice buildup and power outages that um, some of our other North Dakotans yep. did uh, west and north of us here. And at last I heard there were still some yeah. areas without yeah. power because yeah. of the multitude of downed power lines. So we yeah. we feel and pray for those for yeah. those people. But it's certainly, we went from very, very dry to right. lots of moisture. And now they're talking rain this weekend, and, and maybe mixed with snow. So another, we'll see what another, happens. Another uh, couple days of rain. So our, our drought conditions are being addressed. Praise be to God. Yes. And... Uh, our first guest this morning, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be an interesting one, Father Dale Tupper from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Good morning, Father Dale. Uh, good morning to you. And uh, Father Dale, uh, we're going to uh, spend the next half hour here talking about your new book, The Risen Christ in the Final Day in the Era of the Secular. Uh, so with that, Father Dale, as we always do with our live shows, we start off with prayer. Would you please lead us in prayer? Sure, I'd be glad to. Thank you. Let's pray that the presence of Christ in our midst will strengthen us and bless us, consecrate us, and point us to a sense of preparedness for your final coming, O oh Lord. I make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you. Awesome, uh, uh, Father Dale. And uh, with no further ado, Father Dale, can you tell us a little bit about yourself to start off the uh, segment? Well, I've been a priest for 55 years now. Wow, thank uh, you. I um, started out in schoolwork for the first 16 years, and then I was in the missions in Korea with Marino missioners for uh, 
for five years, and then I came back and started a new parish in Rochester, Minnesota, and then from there I moved over to Austin and took over a Hispanic parish and Queen of Angels in Austin, Minnesota, and uh, I'm retired and still in Austin for the last five or six years now. So that's my story. <laughs> yes, um, okay. Very good. Wow, what a, what a beautiful uh, journey you've had of your priesthood. Really a lot of different... Uh, you know, ministry that you've been involved in. That's great, Father. I, I, I really have. And I this last ministry that I'm in of uh, writing, um, that was accidental, too. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoy writing. And I, I'm, every book that I've put together, I've, it's going to be my last one, and it's not. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord keeps calling. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, so I see here that you've written five books uh, in total. I, I have so far, okay. Yeah, and, so uh, so tell us a little yeah. bit about how, what kind of what inspired you. You said it was kind of an accidental last ministry. What inspired you to write that first book? It, 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 yeah, it really was accidental. And when I retired, I didn't know what I was going to do, and I, I made a mistake one day. I I had a holy hour, and I asked the Lord, well, what would you like me to do? <laughs> it's and a dangerous question <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that afternoon, I, I came across a, a writing program, or app, and turned out that I looked at it, and it was suited for me, and I thought, okay, Lord, I understand. <laughs> I'll try and do it. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. I've been doing. So, yeah. So... And, the, the entire writing that I've been doing is uh, trying to come to grips with how to be Catholic in a secular era. Mm. And it always looks like we're at a disadvantage, but we're not. And trying to understand the unique role that we now have in our country here and in our Catholicism mm-hmm. and how we are to uh, focus as Catholics, right, Father? The emptiness. Yes, Father Dale. Uh, uh, you know, I read a few pages that Amazon gave me about on your book, and I'm just so intrigued that uh, the listeners will really want to hear about the risen Christ and the final day in the era of secular. And so, uh, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about that book. Um, one of the things that jumped out at me is that your 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 comments, your uh, your statements about, you know, every day every day goes by, we're closer to that final day and the coming of Christ. Can you exactly? Yeah, go ahead. And uh, the way I phrase it is that it's just the day before he comes, and it has been that for two thousand years, mm. and. We are to live right at the edge of that and uh, prepared exactly for his final coming. And it's always on the threshold and the very doorstep of it. And we shouldn't go to sleep. We shouldn't put it off. Um, We should act with that awareness in our hearts and in our minds that his coming is close. Even if it's another thousand years, it's still the day before. 
and that's what I tried to convey in the, in the writing of this last book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, very good. So I, I'm curious, Father, this most recent work, what made you decide to write about the end of the world? Is, is this your first book that's on this topic, or how did this tie in? Um, it's, I start from the secular era in which we have to live. Um, it's not friendly to us as Catholic or to anyone who is a, wants to be a disciple of Christ. Mm-hmm. And when you see the secularism that is in our midst, um, it should refocus us. And all the way through, I've been trying to write about that same thing. But uh, if I could define it, where we should take our stand is that we should act as if this is the day before the final day. Um, And if we live that way, that prepares us perfectly for the coming of the Lord and changes how we live. And um, mm-hmm. uh, it just kind of got me started thinking about it, and I thought, well, maybe I should explore that topic a little bit. And yeah. So it's been kind of a fun to write about. It, so. Yeah. Um, uh, on page eight of your book, uh, I highlighted this. Uh-huh. Uh, you say, I think it's time to start to talk seriously about the reality and the nearness of that final day. This is a, a new ball game. You call it a new ball game in the secular era, different, different from past centuries. Can you unpack that a little bit, Father? Um, I think there's a tendency that because he hasn't come for 2,000 years, well, maybe we don't have to be uh, thinking that he is coming soon or quickly. Um, and that's a way of going to sleep. That's playing Satan's game. Okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, that uh, um, his coming is not delayed. That's my belief. And if you get to the last chapter, I, I, I read about why he doesn't come. And that's because um, our Father in Heaven is hoping to draw in every possible soul possible before the final day. And, of course, we get to participate in that. If we live in that just the day before, we help to prepare our world and the people that are around us for the day when he does come again. And uh, um, the secular world, of course, forgets about all of this. They don't have any grasp at all that there even is anything from above, even though the trap door to below is open (laughs) and let's say they roam freely. But uh, um, um, the crystal clear teaching we need to have is that we are to live as if it were just the day before the last day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's a 
then we should think about the last day as the most important, which is the day before the last day that's really important for us. Right, indeed. Yeah, that's a very good point, Father. As you were talking, I was thinking about, you know, it's, it seems like your your vision of this, this book and in, in this ministry uh, is to kind of stir our hearts out of complacency for, um, you know, we kind of get lulled into that, as you said, that sense of, well, it, it's it's been a while and it's probably going to be a while off and our, our, our secular society certainly wants to make us comfortable. Uh, and um, our Catholic faith calls us to something different, to be awake and, and to be ready. So trying to stir our hearts out of that complacency is, is, a, is a beautiful message that you have in this book. And, um, you know, Everything about the Eucharist, everything about the Mass and confession and our prayer life, it's all pointed this way. Mm. That, um, I, there's one point in the book where I, I, I list some of the parables that, um, you know, the five wise virgins and five foolish are not prepared for the coming of the bridegroom. The wise ones are, the five foolish are not. Um, um, the stories of the master away and the, the uh, disciples squabbling and forgetting and saying, let's take it over ourselves and forget about his coming. Um, the parables keep pointing us back towards that Get yourself ready. Live as if the coming of the Lord is tomorrow. And we're just a day before then. And if we would live that way, um, Mm -hmm. it would be exactly how we are to live. Yes, uh, uh, Father, uh, this is very intriguing. Uh, If you're just joining us, we're visiting with Father Dale Tupper from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Uh, Father Dale is calling in from Austin, Minnesota. We're just glad to have him uh, here in this first half-hour segment of of the uh, live show. And uh, we have about uh, thirty seconds to our next for our, uh, until our first uh, break. And uh, after the break, we do have a giveaway, and we will uh, give you the details on that uh, in just a moment. But uh, Uh, We'll be back with more of Father Dale Tupper and his book, The Risen Christ and the Final Day in the Era of the Secular. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. 
To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director of Riverview Place. I've worked my entire career in healthcare as a social worker in the hospital, skilled nursing, and hospice settings. I love my job. Not only do I get to work with a caring, dedicated team that displays human kindness to every resident, it's a privilege to offer seniors a lifestyle that reminds me of what it felt like to grow up in the small rural town of Buffalo, North Dakota. To join our faith-based community, call us today for a tour at 701-412-1952. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning, listeners. Thank you for joining us and staying with us this morning. I'm Amanda Ellerkamp here with Mike Kitarowski. We are broadcasting live from the Fisher Commons at Trinity High School in Dickinson, North Dakota, and happy to have you with us. Our first guest here, we're continuing the conversation with Father Dale Tupper from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. He is a retired priest and living in Austin there, and he was sharing with us about his most recent book. This is his fifth book he's written on the risen Christ in the final day in the era of the secular. And Mike, I understand that we have... Uh, a giveaway opportunity for our <laughs> listeners here this morning. Yes, uh, we do have a giveaway. Uh, Father uh, Dale's book, The Risen Christ and the Final Day in the Era of the Secular, we're giving a book away uh, to the first caller at this number, starting right now, and that number is 877-795-0122. And again, uh, that number, 877 877- Seven nine five zero one two two, and uh, that is uh, Father Dale's book, "The Risen Christ and the Final Day in the Era of the Secular." It's intriguing, folks. Uh, you know, I, I looked it up in the internet. The Amazon gave me a few pages, and it's uh, it it got me. So it got me hooked. So uh, anyway, we're do- we're back with Father Dale uh, Tupper, and. Uh, uh, Father, another highlight in uh, the sample of your book was on page 9, and uh, it really, <clears throat> it really uh, did uh, speak to me, and I'm, I'm going to read this real quick, quickly. The nearness of Christ's final coming should be for us a true anticipation of the victory about to be celebrated. We can understand why the world might harbor such a residual fear of this day. So, but anyway, the true anticipation of the victory about to be celebrated. Can you unpack that thought a little bit more? Yeah, I I think 
You know, we have a tendency to give Satan power. Ah. Or the world power, you know, however you want to put it. Um, as if we're... As, as if we're on the kind of the, perhaps the losing end of it. Well, that's not true. Yep. This is all in the hands of the Holy Spirit. Right. And the Holy Spirit is coordinating. And, you know, um, Satan's only move is to stall, is to uh, forestall the inevitable day that's coming. Because... The victory was won at uh, 3 o'clock on a Friday afternoon in Golgotha when right. Jesus died on the cross. And uh, this is inevitable. And we need to recover a sense of uh, who we are in Christ. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, the secular world is not winning it's in desperation, and it's losing, and they need, the whole world needs to find Jesus Christ. And the sooner they do, um, the better off we'll be for our world. So, uh, anyway, that's all right. Right. Uh, a little bit yeah. of that. Yeah, very, very fascinating, Father. Um, you know, some people might think that thinking about these things is kind of depressing, you know, the end times of uh, the end of the world. Why is it important for us to focus on that? You know, we you kind of touched on that before the break, but maybe thinking about that a little bit more of why is this something important to focus on and uh, why do we need to worry about it or should we worry about it? I don't think it's so much a worry is that um, it gives us a focus. Mm-hmm. Um, if we live for the coming of that day, the uh, presence of Christ is, is so important to us that we change how we live as His coming is close to us. And um, um, I think so. We're sitting at we're at the threshold of his coming, even if he's another hundred or five hundred years or whatever. Right. But it changes how we live, and we don't have to hold on to this world nearly as tightly, and we can live more completely for Christ, as how I would put it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that hopeful anticipation, you know, that we that we pray about for Christ coming to live in a way of, of hope, of his coming again. So I, I'm curious, Father, if you could maybe share with our listeners um, a little bit about how how do we do that? What would be some practical things that you would suggest of how do we prepare for that coming of, you know, either to meet Christ at the end of our earthly life or at, you know, his second coming? You know, the curious thing is, it's not complicated. It's not rocket science, okay? Mm-hmm. It's, it's very the ordinary things to do them well. In other words, a love for the Eucharist. Uh, Making use of the sacrament of confession. Keeping a prayer life on a daily basis. And reaching out to our neighbor as best we can. And forgiving one another. And, you know, it's ordinary things. Mm. 
but maybe with a little more intensity. And if we do those things, we are living on the day before his final coming. So um, that's kind of the approach that I, I have there in, in the book, is that we don't have to do something so special or so different than what we're doing today. Just do it with a little bit more focus and intensity, and we'll be in the right place for the day he comes. Yeah, so not worrying so much about what is this long list of things maybe that I need to do, but where is my focus on the daily mm-hmm. basis? Where is my focus of, of my actions and my, my thoughts <laughs> and my prayers? And, and it's all right there in the church. Mm-hmm. Okay. Indeed. Mm-hmm. It's, it's right there for us. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, f- uh, folks, if you're just joining us, excuse me, Father, I just have to do a reset here. If uh, if you're just joining us, we're visiting with Father Dale Tupper from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. He's a retired uh, priest uh, and uh, has been a priest for 55 years. He's on the phone with us from Austin, Minnesota. And a shout out to those uh, listening on 970 AM in, the, in southern Minnesota this morning. Thank you for joining us. And... Uh, uh, we're talking about his book, The Risen Christ in the Final Day in the Era of the Secular. And uh, you've mentioned this before, uh, just a few mom- moments ago, but I, I think uh, the listeners would want to hear that, uh, okay, how, how do we better prepare? You know, it could, it could be today, it could be tomorrow, it could be a thousand years, as you mentioned. Uh, and, but uh, uh, the, the, uh, the uh, peace that, uh, that we have, Father, that you explained... And as you mentioned in the book, as we have the, uh, the waters of baptism, the frequent reception of the Eucharist, the gift of the sacrament of penance, as well as the prayer life that we hold on to. And so those, those things alone can give us a lot of peace and guidance as we prepare, uh, you know, for t- today, this week, for the rest of our lives. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm, I think that we don't have to be specialists or uh, highly educated or um, elite or anything like that. All we have to do is be ordinary Catholics and stick to these things, and they work. And they'll bring the presence of Christ into our hearts, and that's how we prepare for the final day. And that's what living in the day before the final day is really all about, mm-hmm. is that um, we lean into these things. They're, they're, they're great gifts to us as Catholics. I know they are. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, we don't have to invent the wheel. It's already there. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's been there from the first Pentecost on. It belongs to us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um. Father, I, uh, I, I, I want to keep, you know, I have only about 10 pages of, of your book here, but I've highlighted something on every page that spoke to me. And one of the, one of the, the thoughts here, and we've got two minutes uh, left, uh, this final day is not a day of destruction that the world is so frightened about. And listen to this, folks. A father says in his book, Instead, that day is the day when everything 
finally falls into place, unifying us completely and finally with Christ the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's powerful, Father. Uh, can you give us a one-minute homily on that statement? <laughs> I, I, I tell you, there's a passage in there too about uh, that. I, I compared the final day to a, a potluck in the parish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that uh, um, probably is a summer day for a picnic, and um, it's, it's a great celebration. And um, in my way of thinking that A and B can bring uh, salads and C through Z can bring desserts. <laughs> and uh, that uh, that's really what the final day is about, is that God is bringing us home finally. And, you know, generation after generation and all of our grandparents and great-grandparents and uh, everybody there and Christ no longer hidden but completely visible and with us Mm -hmm. and right there for us. So um, I think my my image is final day is a a picnic potluck. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) You know, and I like the ones, the A to H and the rest uh, bring the, uh, they bring salads, the rest bring desserts. That's a pretty good celebration and a a pretty, pretty good, pretty good balance of, uh, of, uh, of food there, Father. So thank you for that. And uh, gee, it's been a pleasure to visit with you, uh, Father Dale Tupper from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, called in from Austin, Minnesota this morning. Thank you so much for being with us, Father. All right. God bless you all. God bless you. Yes. Yes. God bless you. Bye bye. All right. Up next, up next, folks, hear the amazing story behind a mission to comfort those who have lost a child. Stay with us on Real Presence Live. We'll be right back after this break. Live. Engaging and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 